Welcome to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 125. I am Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. I hope all you listeners out there are having a great day. We are having a great life, aren't we, honey? Yes. Fantastic. Because <laughs> we're making it great. <laughs> we are choosing it we that are way. Making lemonades or lemonade when we get lemons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so today's topic is our family's 1% improvement plan. So our whole family plan got kicked off by an article that Justin found and was really inspired. And so the gist of the article is the story of the British cycling team. This comes from uh, James Clear, his book, Atomic Habits. It's an excerpt from that amazing book. We've talked about James Clear before. There you go. Okay, ready, set, go. Okay. So, as I was saying, <laughs> it comes from the story of the British cycling team. So, for over 100 years, the British cycling team was super unimpressive. <laughs> they had only won one gold medal ever and had never won the Tour de France, which is, you know, even I know, I'm not a cyclist, that that's like the biggest bicycle race in the world. So... And they, they was, got, and they were so bad. They were so bad that one of the cycling uh, bicycle companies said, "We don't want you. We're not going to give you. We're not going to sell you any bikes or give you any bikes because we don't want to have you on our bikes." <laughs> oh, that is painful. That is that is painfully bad. So in comes a new coach in two thousand three. And this coach came in, and you might think at that point that you would like just want to wipe everything out and start fresh. Oh yeah. But he didn't. Instead, he came in and he started asking, what are the very, very tiny improvements that we can make? And so they went through things and made improvements in all kinds of areas that I would never even think of. Like they improved how much sleep the bicyclists were getting. They improved how comfortable the seats were. They improved the tires by rubbing them down with alcohol. They improved the shorts that they were wearing so that they could maintain the ideal muscle temperature with biofeedback. They improved all of these things, but it was like teeny, teeny, tiny little improvements. So they kept looking for the 1% improvements in areas that are often overlooked um, and that people just brush off because they're like, oh, that's just a little thing. Um, They even hired a surgeon to teach each of the riders the best way to wash their hands to reduce the chances of catching a cold. I mean, he was looking for teeny, teeny, tiny things. And at the end of five years, because they had made all of these super small 1% improvements, they had, it had accumulated into a huge shift. And in that year, They went and they just crushed it at the Olympic Games. They got 60% of the gold medals that were available. And they ended up, as time continued, breaking seven world records. Right. So from 2000, so in 10 year period, they won 178 world championships and 66 Olympic or Paralympic gold medals (laughs) and five Tour de France. 
uh, France, Tour de France. Uh, that is crazy. It is crazy. But he basically created a culture of just, let's just make small improvements. Like, let's not think about the huge things. Like, obviously, the goal was let's win. But the focus became, let's just make small improvements. So when I read that, I was so encouraged because honestly, I feel like it's like New Year's resolutions. You make all these big things and we need to make improvements in our family. But then I just get overwhelmed because it's just stressful because I'm thinking, wow, I didn't do any of this stuff. And now I've got to be the greatest dad ever. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. And I think there's so much stress, even just in like goal setting and, and the lies. We think we have to make these huge radical changes. Right. But then it actually increases our stress because if we can actually do this huge shift and big push, it's generally not sustainable. And then we just feel like failures after all of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what I did um, for devotionals uh, with our kids, I had them count out 100 pennies, which was like, <laughs> shouldn't take that long to count 100 pennies. But everybody's trying to swipe everybody's pennies, and it turns into some kind of swiping game and whatever. And then they're trying to gamble their pennies away and whatever. It turns into, <laughs> anyway, everybody has fun. But it was a great exercise because I said, look, these are 100 pennies. This is one, and we had one kid who's our 10-year-old who's doing percentage, right? And he doesn't like it very much. And so I was talking about, you know, a penny of one cent is one per cent of 100. And so we did a little math lesson, and that was great. But basically, James Clear talks about if you do, if you want to get better each day, if you just improve 1% that day, over a year, you will be 37 times better in that area than you were the year before. And he also shows, and he talks about, we don't have a chart we can slap on the podcast here so you could just see, but the chart he shows that if you just decrease 1%, it really doesn't make that big a difference in your life if you just screw around and don't do a good job. So I told the kids that, and they were like, oh yeah, and we had the pennies and the illustration, and I said, so here's what I want everybody to think about. How can you improve 1% today? Just one penny. I was like, people don't even pick up pennies anymore. Like, it's just worthless. But if you will just pick up those one little thing and do that little extra. So I think it was that day. Was it that day or the next day? It was that day. It was that day. Uh, Our 10-year-old came back in from mowing the yard. He'd been mowing part of the yard. And he came back in. He said, Dad, you know what? That 1%. He said, I was thinking about that. There was part of the yard that I probably didn't have to mow. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to push and do that 1%. I was like doing a hallelujah dance in my head, you know, because <laughs> parenting win. Because it was, it was huge. Because he just picked up that mindset, and our kids have really just, man, they've just. I have been excited about this, and they have because it's like let's just do one percent better. That's it. Like let's not take over the world. Let's not do whatever. And so they've been trying to do that with their music. They've been trying to do that schoolwork. I was just like, I've just challenged them. How can you get one percent better today in your math? When you have a, you know, or whatever. And obviously 1% is hard to, hard to get, but you know what I mean? How do you measure 1% of your math homework or, you know what I'm saying? Effort or whatever. But I think just holding up the penny is like, it's just really small. Just improve a little bit. And they were like, whoa, yeah, let's do it. I think it was empowering because it's like anybody can improve 1%. You don't have to be a superhero. You don't have to be a gold medalist to improve that 1%. And I really like, it reminds me of a quote that I heard from Jim Rohn. Success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day, while failure is simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. 
and the the whole concept of the slight edge, which is another really great book by Jeff Olson. Um, but it's just that small thing. And then the term for it all is that the aggregation of mar- marginal gains. So basically just that all of these very, very small things when continuously done actually lead to these huge leaps forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when we homeschool, one of the things that I keep in mind is easy plus one. So I'm going to I'm gonna do what the kid already knows is easy, and then I'm only going to challenge them to take one more step that day in a lesson and a concept and an idea, and it feels doable for them. Mm-hmm. So I think the problem is I always hit is I just don't have the extra energy to jump into like these whole new um, goals that I haven't that I haven't been successful in before. And I think it's just kind of that, what I said earlier about the New Year's resolution. It just, it makes you just hate life. <laughs> and you feel like, I have a failure, I can't do these things. But if I can just focus on the 1%, um, yeah, what else you got there? So, James Cleary, the author, Clear, sorry, I always want to add a Y on that. Um, the author of Atomic Habits actually gives a few steps if you want to implement this. So one of them, he says, is just do more of what already works. So if you already know you have a really good system at lunchtime, well, go ahead and use that same system at dinner. You know, just continue doing more of what's already working. Then the next one is avoid the tiny losses. So he talks about how sometimes subtraction is more powerful than addition, when it comes to our life habits. Um, So if you can look at the areas where you're losing a little bit, and the most obvious one to me for this is like when you're doing your finances. And sometimes I come across things where I was like, oh my goodness, good grief. We have been paying for that subscription for over a year and we stopped using it two years, you know, or whenever. And so I can stop that $9.99 charge that's coming out every month, which puts us forward, but it's really just taking off something that is a loss. And then he talks about measuring backward, which we've got so much great stuff on that. I think we're actually going to do that as a whole nother podcast. Um, But actually looking at what you have been doing before and being realistic about what's that next one thing. Like I'm not going to all of a sudden go from not running at all to saying, oh, well, this week I'm going to start running a five-minute mile, you know. But looking at my past behavior and saying, okay, what's just one little baby step up from what I have been doing? Right. So for our, like, here's some more examples that I feel like we, we've encountered this this past week uh, or two. Our, well, our 14-year-old's been running for a while off and on. Like, he'll get up and run. But now he's like, okay, I wanted to kind of take this 1% thing, and I'm just going to keep improving slowly. And so I would I basically explained to him, like, don't run the same every day. Like, don't run the same workout every day. Don't mix it up so your body's, you keep your body kind of confused. But he has really been saying, okay, what? how can I get faster? Like, what can I do to work at getting faster? And I was like, you know, d- just take the 1%. Are you, you know, are you getting good sleep? Are you eating better? You know, are you eating, are you, you know, don't eat junk food. Don't stay up later than you should. Just very basic things. And he's really like digesting it. You know, I mean, (laughs) absolutely, absolutely. And we've been talking about, you know, setting some goals for our family. What are things we want to do? And so we've been talking about, 
you know, we really want to bless more widows. And so I feel like our 1% this last week was that we lined up and we walked our happy hips (laughs) in a single file line down the road, not very far, like a quarter mile or something, to a widow's house and told her we just wanted to check on her and hope she was doing well and brought her like a can of stuff that we had canned from our garden. And it was so simple and so small, although I'm sure it looked really funny to any of the cars who drove by. Um, But it was just that small thing that everybody celebrated that victory at the end. Right. And I feel like that's what you just said is so true. Like, we talked about it. Like, hey, this is, we put it in context. Hey, the Lord says we need to take care of widows and orphans, right? We know the widow down here. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And they're like... Which house? The the white house or the red house or the blue house? And is that the one with the cow and the dog and all you around? It's like, no. Okay, listen. Stop. Stop talking. Stop talking. So uh, it's not like there's like, it's not like we're, people would, like you say, people would laugh if they drove by and saw us all marching. It's like, and then I gave them a big long talk. Okay, this is the busy road. Cars will run over you. They don't care. They will run over you and they will not stop. They'll just keep going. Which then maybe they would. I don't know. But... It took a while. You know, my, my, my point is that 1% of growth, I feel like it was more than 1%, but <laughs> of energy it took for me to, you know, but we gave them a talk. You got to act this way on the road. You can't be bebopping. You can't be whatever. What do you got that jar for? What are we, what are you, why are you walking with the jar? That's silly, mom. What are you walking with the jar? Okay, we're going to take We're going to take this and we're going to be friendly to our neighbors, okay? So just sit down. But that's the way it felt, you know, like it did not feel like a warm and fuzzy thing necessarily. But once we got going, everybody started flowing together. And it's it's very simple, but like you say, all eight of us. <laughs> okay, this is totally a rabbit trail, but this is for the person listening that just needs a laugh. We were getting ready to go on said, said parade down the road. And our youngest had like, I don't know, chocolate dirt something all over his face. Like he totally looked like a little street kid. So <laughs> we'd already locked up the house. We were all ready. So Justin looked at him and was like, why is your face so dirty? Go wash your face. And he looked at him because he knew that the house was locked up. So Justin pointed to like basically a little tiny kiddie pool and said, just go get some water from there and splash it on your face and wipe it off. And so he obediently, the four-year-old obediently goes and does that. And the six-year-old comes over and pulls on me and says, I peed in that. (laughs) So I'm just saying, people, like, we're making the 1%, but it's not, like, textbook perfect, right? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, the 1% takes you on a journey, you know? <laughs> and we've, we've been talking about, like, for us, we're going to start a 100-mile uh, challenge. challenge of all of us running. Is it running or walking? It was walking, and now, so anyway, we need to calculate how far we've gone. But we're just going to add up every day what people run. Um, so that's, again, very simple very chaotic sometimes we all go run we went and a couple of us went and ran the rain the other day it was great but chaos i came back all of us were like here's another rabbit trail it's like all of us have been wet in the rain our clothes are wet but we were not covered in mud except for one kid i was like how are you muddy well i, I was running then i fell down and then i ran again around that corner and then i fell down and it was just covered in mud. i said you're not allowed in the house go take the water hose and just rinse off so he did but those are some challenges that we're heading toward, right? The 1%, right? We're growth. We're pursuing growth. Same with music. Like, we're pushing with music. And for me, I don't know why, but just this 1%, just one penny. 
That's all I'm framing it as. One penny a day. I just see that penny that most people don't pick up, most people don't do, and it's like, I can do that. I can do one penny worth. Yeah. And that's just the extra for today. And I'm trying to expand that into all the areas of my life. Yes. That's good. <laughs> so your challenge today is whenever you see a penny, or if you are in a country that has different currency, whatever your smallest unit of currency is, when you see that, let that just be a reminder to you. You can make improvements and be light years ahead if in this one day you just take that tiny bit of improvement and effort. Thank you all so much for taking time and listening and hanging out with us. I've got something new that I want to share with you guys. A lot of you may know that I have a health and wellness business, but I have launched in these last couple months some studies focused on stress and aches and discomforts and digestion and sleep. So if you or anyone you know um, might be interested in doing a trial where you use the products and you give honest feedback, then just shoot me a private message on Facebook and I would love to get some products headed your way so that you can see if it will improve your life as much as it has others. And you've had lots of lots and lots of positive feedback, right? Oh my goodness, the stories have been awesome. Life-changing. Remember, you are valuable and what you do matters. You can connect with us on Facebook. Sorry guys, I got this frog in my throat today. Um, on our website, lsfpodcast.com or on Shauna's Instagram account, Shauna Cherie Wood. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you.